Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. In celebrating Women's Month, we have women crushes every single day. And today, Saray Kumalo is our woman crush. She's conquered. Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania, Albus in Russia, and Concagua in Argentina. She has climbed the highest point, Mount Everest, and she did it. <laughs> Can you imagine? The highest point on the planet. Um, and uh, she became the first African woman to scale Mount Everest, and this was her fourth attempt. To tell us how she got to number four. Good morning, Saray. Good morning. How are you doing? You sound like you're having fun in studio. <laughs> you know what? We are inspired by women like you who just keep going. Tell us about your decision to even start, uh, you know, uh, uh, taking these climbs and just, you know, mounting and going ahead with it. Yeah. So the, the, the climbs really started like as a bucket list item for Kilimanjaro, like most people. Um, but when yeah. we did that, we raised money for a home in Benoni that looks after street kids, um, kids heaven. And when we were handing over, we built them an outdoor gym and they, they converted a room into a library for the kids to do their homework. So when we were handing wow. over these things, one of the kids, um, street kids in the home asked me if I came from the township. So initially I thought it was a joke, you know, like the black people kind of swim. Mm. And then she, yeah. she was actually serious because she's like, people like us don't do things like that. You know, it's exchange yes. students that come from Europe to see them that actually do things like that. And that just bothered me as a mother of two and uh, wondered if I was doing enough to show my kids that help comes from within. And I just made a decision that I'll, you know, step on top of the highest peaks on all the seven continents, but to use it to raise money. So I started the initiative Summit to the Purpose. Wow, that, that's, and I haven't looked that's back incredible. Since. Yeah, You know, we're actually talking about that on the show today, how you, as black people, we're actually not creating the right kinds of examples and, and yeah. people to refer to. And you have done that and you've done it so well. Absolutely. Do you think as, you. as do you think do you think as as a nation, we we are, you know, progressing and getting to a place where we have enough examples of people who are doing great things for our children? We can never have enough. You know, today we're celebrating Women's Month. We, we celebrate the 9th because women just had had enough and walked up to the union building. What is our great-grandchildren going to celebrate about our generation? You know, so we are doing something, but we must do a lot more uh, to make sure that we're not just saying it, but we're doing it and we're showing them that in this world that's continuously becoming a global village, they have a place there where they don't have to be apologetic where they don't have to say, can I, is there a barrier, where there are no barriers and they can just scream and, you know, compete with the rest of along, uh, uh, on the planet, make your pardon. So, Ray, just exp- take us through the actual climbing of Mount Kilimanjaro. Uh, I've read books about how it's so difficult. I mean, I know so many people that have passed away trying to climb it. It's probably one of the most difficult things to ever attempt in the world and yes. and they say that it's more mental. I mean, what goes through your mind as you're going? Is it fear? <laughs> Is it excitement? Is it shock? What goes through your mind? Uh, so I'm sure you meant Mount Everest. I mean, Mount uh, Everest. Everest, sorry, yes. Yeah. 
Um, it's 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 a lot of training, you know. Uh, it's really probably seventy percent mental and thirty percent physical. But the moment physically prepared you are, uh, the more mentally prepared you would be because you you gain a lot more confidence. But for me, it's really seeing myself on the summit and 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 training for it, and also uh, it's something that I didn't do when I started visualizing things going wrong. You know, mm. careful. We mm. we now have uh, the virus that's you know, stopped us in our tracks, uh, you know, how do you deal with yeah. that? Even though things go wrong, they don't go wrong exactly the way I thought about them, but I've got tools to help me get up, get up quickly and keep going, really failing forward. Uh, and that's what it's about. It's about not giving up because nobody said life would be easy. But also, you know, acknowledging the fact that if failure is only failure when you don't learn from the experience. So for every, when I went in 2014, I learned something from it, which I used in 2015. In 2017, I strongly believe that 2019 was a success because of all the learnings that I gathered, you know, from uh, 2014, 2015, 2017, and also the partnerships that have, have you know, dragged along the way. You know, sometimes there are partnerships that you need only up to base camp and mm. partnerships that you need to take you to the top of your goals or to the top of your world. And that's really what it's been about. And I've used that uh, in my life. I mean, you know, when I got into mountains, I was a different person and I've learned so much and I believe that I'm a better person um, because of it. That's exactly what I was going to say. I'm sure so much self-reflecting happens because you spend so much time on the actual journey. What was the scariest thing that you learned about yourself while you're out there trying to attempt this? Um, That fear can be my friend, you know, um, and also that... I continuously need to be my own cheerleader and not expecting other people to cheer me on because, as you may remember, I went, I don't know if you were following, I I went quietly, but I came back and I had a welcome at at Oort even of some people that did not want to support me. So I think because I believed in it so much that I was doing it for me and my tribe and I went on and, I, and and the world is looking on and that child that's sitting out there and thinking nobody's seeing me is going to train and I'm going to wake her, her dream and or his dream, you know, um, irrespective of who's watching and who's patting them on their shoulder because people are actually watching and they're seeing you and they're seeing the commitment and they're buying into what you're producing and not necessarily what you're saying. Uh, Sarah, before we wrap, what advice would you have for women that look up to you, especially in Women's Month? Uh, the, the most important is having the right partnerships. For me, uh, you know, partnerships such as the one that I have with Momentum to support me. It's also acknowledging what your strengths are and pushing those forward. And it's never giving up. And pushing other women up and not being apologetic about your successes. A good example is when it didn't work out the first three times, people were comfortable with me saying, you know, oh, it didn't work out, shame. I'll try again. But when I succeeded, it was like celebrate, but not too much. Why not? You know, I was on my success. The history books have erased some of the amazing women warriors because we are apologetic about our successes. I need to own it and allow other women around me to own it. And that's why, uh, you know, as you probably know, momentum has changed its aim to momentum. Yeah. And we need companies to be bold and people to be bold and men to support women as well. We keep saying the, behind every successful man, there's a woman. Behind every successful woman, there's a tribe of women. Why isn't there a man there? 
Sure. Thank you so much for inspiring so many and for achieving something that a lot of us can only dream about. Uh, there was Sarei Kumalo, who just conquered Mount Everest on the takeoff with Bongani and Nala. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.